1: Hello and welcome
2: to Alive and Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast that finds out who knows whom, who knows what, because, oh, oh you know, everyone needs a podcast these days. I'm going to go on stage. Uh, my name is Joshua and thank you for coming. Uh, the show is four guests, so let's meet our guests now. Can you please welcome our first guest? He's a comedian, an actor, a director and a tweeter of cats. He famously shares his name with the actor from Wildside, a cyclist, a mixed martial artist. And a one-time frontman for Black Sabbath. Please welcome, it's Mr Tony Martin.
1: It's all true. Good
3: Good evening.
2: Did did you know about the Black Sabbath guy?
3: Yeah, I think he was the seventh lead singer of Black Sabbath.
2: And do you know that that's a stage name as well?
3: Really? He's opted for Tony Martin? His real
2: name's Anthony Harford. Yeah, there There you go. go. Joining us also (laughs) is a singer who shares his name with a corporate finance banker at the Commonwealth Bank a piping supervisor in Bundaberg and a Glaswegian web designer but the one I have here is a guy who has just released a new album. It is, of course, Darren Hadlan. Yes! <laughs> Hello, Darren.
1: Do I really?
2: You do, yes. How did you find that out? Uh, Facebook. This, the, Facebook and LinkedIn. LinkedIn is my friend for this show. LinkedIn is my friend. That, that buzzing, we're going to try and fix that. Don't worry about that. Our next guest is a broadcaster, a DJ and a music reviewer who shares her actual name with a historian specialising in English civil wars. But anyone who listens to Triple R knows her as Phoebe Squared. So please welcome Phoebe Squared. <laughs> yes, and it's Ph space B, not yeah, Phoebe. Not Phoebe. <laughs> yes, a lot of people say I'm okay that. with it though. Oh, good. And finally is a writer, a TV host and an actor who shares his name with a humanities teacher at Methodist Ladies College here in Melbourne. An Audit Manager at the Australian Tax Office, plus, according to LinkedIn, about 40 women in Hong Kong. Can you please welcome Sam Payne? Thank you for coming, Sam. Thank you, Josh. Did you know that? There's about 40 women in Hong Kong? I knew none of that. Yeah, well, there you go.
4: So thank you. You've
2: got a friend in the tax office with your name.
4: Mate, I'm just glad that, um, you know, you mentioned Tone. Yes. If you Google Tone, he's not. he doesn't even come up first.
2: Who comes up first Well, him? there's the That's actor,
4: what? there's a cyclist, and then are you next, time? You, did it, you uh, did it this morning, don't no worry. There's when also it? a
3: farmer who shot two people who broke into his farmhouse in England. <laughs>
2: he should be first. <laughs> it is. The, the best one was Fee. In her images is you dressed up as Ginger Spice. Did you know that?
5: Thank you. For, yes, I did. Oh, okay, Actually, okay. thank so you. Did you. The internet's that. a wonderful thing. Yeah, it's. it's we great. should avoid it.
2: Okay, so thank you for playing Don't You Know How I Am. So what I've done is I've, I've trailed the net looking for information about you four. Now, in the first game, it's called Social Meme Media, where I've gone through all your tweets and oh, Facebook statuses. Oh, God. Now, in this game, if you think you know who it is, you buzz in. Now, your, your name is your buzzer. If you think you know who the tweet belongs to, you get a point if you get it right. But if you're wrong, the person who actually wrote it gets the point. So you can't buzz in for your own. So you've got to have your game faces on. Right. Do you understand? Sam, you're no. very worried. That's all right.
1: We'll that's be fine. Right. Let's
2: have a go. Yeah. We'll be fine. Okay, here we go. The first tweet. As a matter of fact, I do love corn. Who said that? And we're talking about the, the vegetable, not the band. I do love corn.
4: <laughs> someone uh, here said
2: Someone. That. Yeah, one of you four said that. So, Sam, if yes, I said, yes, that's yes. the buzzer? Yes, yes.
4: I think it's Fee.
2: You are correct, Sam. It is Fee. Fee <laughs> squared, yes.
5: Big fan, of, big fan of corn, Fee? I love it. I had some sticking in my teeth. And I just decided that you know Twitter's pretty good for that shit. Excellent. <laughs> and
3: you didn't uh, put that in the draft folder. <laughs> no, it gave I, it ha- I
5: have off. No, nothing in my draft no, folder. Okay. It's all just straight it's on. Just gone straight through. Just don't even think about it. Right. No I think that's how Twitter works. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Okay. Our second one, the Shawshank Redemption is on Channel Nine. No chance of any AFL plays heading out tonight until at least 1134 p.m. <laughs> fee. Yes, Fee.
5: Sam Pang. That is Sam
2: Pang. Yes. <laughs> oh. Now, I, I should but put out. Josh, that Josh that yeah. F- Fee and Sam worked together for five years on Breakfast Radio.
4: So long they, years. Was it only five? Yes. Long years.
2: <laughs> they pretty much know everything oh, about time. each other, so this is going to be good.
4: Well, yeah, and the other thing I would say about that, Josh, is um, do you have to defend your <laughs> <laughs> do You do have to defend yourself. You don't no, but have the, the Shawshank Redemption is on every second week. Yes, it is. Yeah. And it's also every AFL player's. Um, AFL's football town, just in case you didn't yeah. want <laughs> to. Along with their favourite meal, which their is... Favourite meal is spaghetti bolognese, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. But it's the Shawshank Redemption is like every AFL player's favourite movie, you know, because it's it's so
3: realistic. But there are, there are on alternate weeks, Happy Gilmore and Bring It On. That's <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> so. No, yeah. the new
2: one they're playing now is one about birds. Uh, it's, I, I forget what it's called. Does anyone know that one? It's, what's that one, Lisa?
1: Oh, the, big the big year. year. The oh. big,
2: I've seen it four times in the last five months. It's like, and it's a terrible well, film. Well,
4: Josh, and so, you know, it's because um, now that, you know, if, if Shawshank Redemption, for instance, is on nine, two weeks later it will be on Go. Yeah. Three weeks later it will be on Gem. You can't miss it. And then it just keeps coming around. That's so, be um,
2: on TV for me, so yeah. it's going to be great. Okay, our next one. Spelling out my name for Americans. Keep saying N for Nelly rather than November. Permanently scarred <laughs> by Wheel of Fortune. Who said that? <laughs> Who said that one? <laughs> Fee. Yes, Fee. Darren Hanlon. It was Darren Hanlon, who's yeah. got a lot of N's in his name, yes.
6: Yeah. I don't actually tweet. I have an assistant that does all that. <laughs> yeah. Ghost yeah, tweeting.
2: Yeah.
6: <laughs> like Hugh Jackman.
2: Did they understand your name when you said Darren? Or wh- why did you have to
6: spell it out? My that? name's always... It's, uh, Darren. I don't know if you... It's a, a little known fact. Well, it's going to be... It's gonna, everyone's going to know it now. But my new album came back with my name spelt wrong.
1: Oh, oh really?
6: Yeah, two thousand copies. Jesus, <laughs> said Daryl Hannah.
1: Darryl no, it said
6: H A N L E N. But I've had them all. I've had Dan, Daniel Derwent.
2: You could have pretended you'll be like Parquet Courts, who released an album under a different name. You could see I'm trying to be like that. Yeah. That's what
6: my Twitter assistant said I should do. Oh. <laughs> should just own it. Okay. Yeah. Our,
2: our next question: Sivlaki at 3:25 p.m. rather than 3:25 a.m. Hashtag maverick. <laughs> Who said that? Oh, is that Tony? Darren buzzing in. <laughs> yeah. It's not Tony, it is oh!
5: squared, yes.
2: A point for fee another there. Food, another food one. Yeah.
5: Yeah, I'm nuts for it, obviously. <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, moving on. Question five. What was I doing? Eating a Savlacky, <laughs> really. Like, questioning your life choices, no doubt. Okay, number five. Coxie's big break has been axed. Only a matter of time before Coxie goes on a Liam Neeson-style rampage of revenge.
4: (laughs) Sam. Yes, Sam. That's Tony Mark. That is Tony Mark. yes. they are obsessed with Coxie. I
3: am obsessed, and I remember before putting that up, spending a good ten minutes wondering whether I could get away with a Coxie from the Roxy joke. (laughs) small more laughs than I would have thought that would have got. He would ten. have to be at least 50 to remember when Coxie was... Coxie from the Roxy!
4: Ten minutes, Tone. No, ten minutes more than Coxie ever put in um, <laughs> in terms of preparation for his actual show.
3: Hang on. If it wasn't he... You should know this. Wasn't he the drummer for... A band, wasn't he? you talked to him? Yes. Uh, was he? I don't know. He was in Avalanche, wasn't he? Was the he Avalanches. Avalanche? Yeah, you know. <laughs> that's, that's why Not it's the been,
2: Avalanche. That's why it's been so long between <laughs> albums. He's been too busy having a big break. So uh. this, I'm,
3: I'm pretty sure that, that Coxie was the drummer for a band called Avalanche and they had a hit single called I'm the Wizard of Love. <laughs> <laughs> Can you, if, you, if someone claiming to be the Wizard of Love, that is as far from the image of... Of Jeff Cox, as I can imagine, but is we need someone to check Co- that. Isn't his name yeah. Jeff. Yeah. Well, Ge- Jeff. No, Jeffrey. 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 To yeah. Jeffrey. Jeffrey. My
2: primary school's um, oh, our principal. That was his name, really? Jeff Cox. There you go. Anyway, question six: <laughs> Driving through summers again. Still no statue of Daryl. Who said that? Fee. Yes, Fee.
5: Darren Hanlon. No, it was
2: Tony Martin. Yeah. Yes. Really. Point for Tony there, Jen. Wow. Are you <laughs> talking about me?
3: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is. Uh, Yet I have a friend who lives in Summers and she insists that Daryl Summers was thinking of buying a house there. (laughs) Would he do that? Would he move there just because that's his name?
2: I wouldn't
5: put anything past um, Daryl Summers.
2: I've heard so many stories about him, but I can't tell you on this podcast. (laughs) But it's fun. Bell's on his shoes. Hold on, Josh. Yes. You, you, do have the, into you do have
4: the power of the edit. Well, Why don't I, you just tell one for the room? Well, I
2: heard that he used to walk through the Channel 9 corridors with bells on his shoes so people knew who was coming so they could stop <laughs> talking about him and then open doors for him.
5: Wow. Do you reckon that's
2: true? I don't reckon that's true. He also used to get his hair cut there for another five years after they t- took Hey Hey It's Saturday off the air. <laughs> yeah.
4: Anyway, uh, Summers does remind you of someone who, uh, you know, like, it would get sacked from a job but then not tell everyone at home and just keep <laughs> going to work. That's what he did at Hey Hey, obviously.
3: Yeah. Would he at home still have the shoes on? So, that <laughs> just so, so
2: his team. wife stops talking about him when she hears him coming. Probably. Question seven. Does anyone know how to pronounce coterie? I don't even know if I'm saying that right. Coterie. Does anyone know how to pronounce coterie? That is the tweet. Oh, well, that was a tweet. I yeah, was it was a tweet. Different. No, that was just, yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> part of the question. A subgame sub in oh, the game. Sam. Yes, Sam.
4: I will say it's Darren.
2: It is Darren. Yes, yeah. well done. Yeah. Uh, point for point for Why Sam. Why coterie?
5: There.
4: I can't even remember what
6: that was about. I think so. I think I read it and I tried to say it in yeah. an interview. You know when there's a word that you've you've read a few times and you just have a go. Yeah, and you've yeah. never Make heard a it.
2: Massive fox pass. It's great. Yeah.
6: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Reportage is the other one. Ah! Oh. I said it out loud at a gig. I said, oh, this song's kind of like reportage. And someone
2: said a reportage? Yeah. yeah. Darren, oh. it's a reportage.
6: <laughs>
2: <laughs> okay, our next, our next tweet.
4: I don't know what either of those are.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jeremy Clarkson isn't allowed to punch someone in the face. It's political correctness gone mad.
1: <laughs>
5: Fair. Yes, Fee. Tony Martin. That yeah, was Tony I Martin, was.
1: yes.
3: Because it, it is ridiculous, isn't it, that... <laughs> He's not allowed to, to not only punch someone in the face, but call them a lazy Irish <laughs> guy. Which is what he actually
2: said. There was a lot of your tweets about Grubby as well, from Grubby and yeah. DD, because they look so similar. <laughs> if you don't know who Grubby... It's, what it's really
3: like. hard to sell a, a look-alike on Twitter about a radio announcer that nobody <laughs> knows what they look like. I liked it. He sounds He sounds great. <laughs>
2: Question nine. For Halloween, apparently strepsils don't count as lollies and judging by the look on the last kid's face, my Lanter tablets don't either.
6: Oh. Yes,
4: Darren. Well, it's food Sophie?: Fee? Oh,
2: good, good. But no, it was Sam. Oh, obviously, man. obviously, those five years rubbed off on Sam and he's now, yeah. Yeah, I'm
4: not kidding. You. Well, I, you know, Halloween is that thing where you, I'm not really sure how it works, Josh, and so I got a big shot. Like, I knew it was Halloween, but then when the doorbell starts ringing at six o'clock going, what's going on? Kids there, dressed up, and I thought, well, at least strepsils, they were shiny and red. You know what I mean? I'll just throw them a couple of them. But then I was out eventually, and um, I'm not kidding you. What, how does it say about how old I am? I had, the, the, the next thing I had that reminded me of lollies was my lantern tablets.
5: If you double strength, by the way, double strength. If you want to stitch them up, it worked for me one time in Diamond Creek, trick or treat. When the kids knock on the door trick. and I went, Trick. Yeah, well, that, well, and they shat themselves. Yeah. And, then, oh, what a and trick. I felt like <laughs> wow. the worst yeah. person then, in the universe. They were just broken because they had nothing. Yeah, and no car. Diamond, Diamond Go home and get it right and come back again next
4: week. Diamond Creek probably stole your car on the way out, by the way. <laughs> they <Just laughs> did. And then
5: they came back actually that night and egged my house. They don't, they, they,
1: That's the, the the kids wouldn't the even
4: trick. understand that, would they? That there is an option. Yeah.
2: yeah. They didn't. No, they just expect lollies. Give me lollies. That's yeah. it. Okay, our well, last one in this round, question 10. Movies should let you know if they have a bonus scene after the end credits. Discuss. That was the tweet. Who tweeted that?
4: Uh. I'll tell you what. It's a cracking tweet, by the <laughs> way. I don't know why you wouldn't get it. Oh, is, is Sam bluffing? Well, is it? Yes.
2: Yes, Darren.
6: I think I'm on negative two, so I'm just going to have a, have a punt. It's Sam. It is
2: Sam. Yes, you get a point, Darren. It negative was one. Oof. I totally agree, Sam. I think they Thank should. Thank you, Josh. I don't want to have to sit there and wait through to see the best boy in the gaffer to get to some bonus scene. Yeah, Oof. and also all all films should have la- like blooper reels re- 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 at the end of it.
4: All of them. Tone. Even cannonball runs. The yes. <laughs> yes. No, but you, Tone, you, you're the cinephile. Well, here. no, I
3: just think that what they, they it should be in the contract of every single film shot in every <laughs> single genre in the world that. Whoever's in the film after the credits, Samuel Jackson in an iPad should come and recruit them.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that
3: Stephen Hawking movie, bring him on board the Avengers. <laughs> Whoever it is, bring them on board the yeah. Avengers. But you're right. So, t- thank uh, you, Tony. Uh, question the, without
4: notice. Could you tell someone what's the most? What's the the iconic movie where you go, hey, you should? You, at the end of the credits, there's there's a bit more. The
3: oh, what what is
4: the classic? The one I will just give you the most well, recent. Airplane isn't? or Flying High. The bloke's still there, waiting for the pilot to come back. Oh,
2: the did music. you get both titles Rubbish. of that film? No, he I did, of course he did. And <laughs> I will go
3: through the full European <laughs> release titles. But no, but you know that it's only in Australia yeah. that that film is known as Flying High. That in every single other country in the world, including where I'm from, New Zealand, it was called Airplane. But in Australia, because the airport movies have been out, they went. People might confuse it with one of the actual airport movies, so it was called <laughs> Flying High. Only in Australia. something else? That, probably, that not, was Josh. Probably, probably not, That was probably too many characters for a tweet. Yeah. Doesn't um,
6: <laughs> Napoleon Dynamite have a whole scene after the film?
3: Yes, it
2: does. Yeah, And there's a few... Other, there like, you go. All, all the Avengers ones do. They've all got that yeah. extra, oh, you're watching, then you'll find out what's going to happen in the next film. Well, like yeah. First and violence. Josh,
4: one of the Pirates of the Caribbean has uh, those two on the island, uh, you know, <laughs> ten years later, with a kid, I think. Spoiler alert! Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> and then, and then. But in terms of uh, bloopers, well, Cannonball Run is the, is the one. Yeah. Set the bar, Tony. It does. Yeah, okay, at the, the end of the
2: first round, the scores are: Darren, you're on one point. Tony, you're on one point. You gave a lot of points away. That's all, Darren. That's it. <laughs> Fee, you're on four, and also on four. Our two winners on is Sam Pang on four points as well. They yeah. know each other. Yes. <laughs> all right. Our next round is called Yearbook. Yes. In this round, we go back in time to one of our guest school days and talk about someone important from their childhood. This week, we're going back to a young Sam Pang. Now, when Sam was in grade three, his his teacher, Mr Flatley, was also the vice principal. Mr Flatley would leave the class for hours at a time, which the kids thought was for the vice principal duties. But what did they find out he was actually doing? Was it A, he was having an affair with the music teacher and the two of them got caught having sex in the music room, not by the kids, by staff. B, he was actually training for a marathon and would go for a run during class times. Or C, he was a massive gambler and he'd be downstairs having a punt on the horses. Now, you can ask Sam as many questions as you want. Bear in mind, he doesn't want you to get the right right answer because he gets the points, Okay. okay? So it's either A, B, or C. You can ask him as many questions as you want. The floor is open now for questions.
4: Which one is it?
1: <laughs>
3: <Sorry>.
1: <laughs>
4: <laughs> don't, I didn't even know the answer, Tony. But, um,
1: where?
6: It, so where did you go to school?
4: Where was it? I went to school at uh, what was called Gold Street Primary, but now it's called Clifton Hill Primary School. Oh, Clifton Hill. Yeah. yeah, quite a good one apparently. But it was called it Gold is. Street because it was surrounded by uh, Gold Street, Wellington Street, Page Street and Noon Street, mm. and yet somehow Gold Street got picked as the title of the school. <laughs> I don't know how, but now they've changed it to Clifton Hill. Well, it would be pretty close to a pub. It's close to the Clifton Hill Hotel where I worked for a while. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I went from high school, uh, primary school, straight to the pub. So it was great.
3: <laughs> was it a hotbed of carnal activity?
1: <laughs> the
3: pub. Grade was three,
4: scared. yes. Grade two, not so much, time. <laughs> um, I actually, I it was. You know, when you're at primary school, you don't really think about the teachers as you know. Vixens, or um, you know, having sex.
5: You
2: don't even no. think of them as real people. When no, then well, they're not real people. they're out just in, teachers in public. When you're in primary school, it is the best day ever. It's like, oh my god, I saw her doing a groceries. That's yeah, you can't believe it. Yeah, no. Like when a bird flies into a classroom. It's the best, anyway. <laughs>
3: but one day, was there something to make you think about them having sex?
4: <laughs> this is why a quiet word went no good, you know, <laughs> mate. You can't. You're a bad interviewer, mate. You're a bad interviewer. Um, <laughs>
5: What was the name of the other teacher?
4: <laughs> the other teacher
5: that Mr. Flatley was supposed to be having an affair with.
4: Oh, what was his name? <laughs>
1: hey.
5: That's not the answer No, then. it's not the answer. No, All it's right. not the
4: answer. So that's, you can rule that one out.
5: Did he did Mr. Flatley wear or shorts? Is he He's
2: good at bluffing. Yeah, I know.
4: Yeah, I'm a liar. Don't worry, I'm a big liar. <laughs> um, no, he didn't wear shorts. Was, uh, what Mr. was that Flatley. about Oh, marathon.
5: <laughs> <Bam>. oh. <laughs> I can't remember the options. I reckon he was on the punt. He was having a tip tipple okay, on the punt. Okay, fees going to lock in C. Yeah.
2: Any more questions from you and Tony, Darren?
3: For the listener. I'm just studying back. your face. Right was down. Mr. Flatley the lord of the dance? <laughs> that's what we all <laughs> want to know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to lock in A because I just think okay. that's a strange a? thing to make what? up. <laughs> kind of the having, sex one.
2: having sex with the music teacher. And Darren, what do you? So Fees locked in C, Tony's locked in A, Darren, just down to you now.
6: I think it has to be C You're going to go well. C as well? I'd like to believe it is even... Sweat up
0: fun. here, Josh, I'm telling yeah. you. The correct
2: answer was C. So, yes, a point for Fee, a point for Darren, one Ooh. point for Sam, no points for Tony Martin
4: there. Yes, well done. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Give yourselves a round of applause. Yeah. Yes. yeah. So, he was on the punt. How did you guys know or did you find out years later?
4: Years later, we found out my, uh, my best friend, Russ, who was so much more uh, streetwise than me... I found out that he he um, you know we uh, were talking about our schooling days and then Mr. Flatley came up and said, you know that year that we had him as our grade three so geez, we just did whatever we wanted. He was downstairs the whole time we'd have afternoons um, up in this on the second floor we would j- you know he'd leave us with stuff to do and then it'd be like it'd be 3:30 quarter to four and you're going, what do you reckon if we just go home?" Like it was like he was, um, he didn't even come back, which I realised by 3.30, quarter four was about the fourth leg of the quaddy, yeah. do you know what I mean? Like that's when he, he you know, all the money was, uh, was up for grabs. So, and I think Russ's dad was punting with him, so that's why I found out that way. So we found out later, but he, um, yeah, he wasn't a great, grade three teacher.
1: Yeah,
2: good vice principal though. Okay, at the end of that round, the scores are Tony still on one point. Daz, you're on two points. Fee and Sam, still neck and neck on five points. Oh, it's anyone's game. Anyone's game. Our next round is called Yeah, Nah, Yeah. In this round, (laughs) each person is given a fact about another person on the panel. If you think it's true, you say, yeah. If you think it's a lie, you say, nah. A point if you guess correctly. A point to the person the fact may or may not be about if you are incorrect. So you get it one at a time. You can ask them as many questions, but bear in mind they might want the point. So to Tony. Now, Darren once met the American singer Jonathan Richmond, who, when he opened the door, Jonathan Richmond was drinking almond milk out of a carton and spent a lot of the day just doing Tai Chi around the house. Yeah or nah? Now, you can ask him questions.
3: Is that true? <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> that is a very good question. I'm going to say yeah. You're going to go yeah
6: straight yeah. away. Darren? It was more of a Tetra pack than a carton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: But That's it was, yes, it was true, yes. Because I just think if, if that had been false, that would have been the best phony made-up question <laughs> of all time. I'm
2: very good at making it up. In the first episode, there was one about uh, Kate Ritchie from Home and Away taking too many hand napkins uh, when she got her, got her taco from Jess Maguire's taco shop. <laughs> that wasn't true. Not true, not true. Uh, <laughs> just made that up. But yeah, you met Jonathan Richmond, who I'm a massive fan of.
6: It was probably the best day of my life. Yeah. And he said, uh, I told him about, I had some, some money nicked on tour, and he said, oh, you should, um, you should gaffer tape the money to your legs <laughs> after a show. And he lifted up his jeans, and he, he did have all his, his cash taped to his legs. Legs yeah. like
2: mattresses. And you also said, he played you a gig just one-on-one, though, didn't he?
6: Yeah, well, I, I followed him to the show uh, later that night, and he... um. He helped, he asked me to carry his guitar into the band room and then he, he, he took his songbook out and stared into my eyes and, and played a half-hour gig.
2: <laughs> <laughs> now, that is great, but when anyone just plays one-on-one to someone, it's the know most awkward look. thing in the world. Like, <laughs> yeah, you like, do radio for you would know. Yeah,
5: it's something yes. that I'm trying to get my head around at, yeah. at the moment. Where do you look? Yeah, and I've said it on air. Yeah. <laughs> Sharon Van Etten a couple of weeks ago and I just went, look, it's a bit weird, oh, let's face it, because it's just you and me. And you're singing and doing amazing things, and I'm just going, like, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, she's she's still singing to me.
4: I remember, it's beautiful. Um, I remember a show that we did together when we weren't allowed to have musical guests on <laughs> breakfasts for some reason. But I somehow convinced station management to let Jen Chloe, the amazing Jen Cloa, come in and sing Randy Newman's "I Love LA," <laughs> and um, I felt she was singing just to me. Uh, that morning
5: Wow I think that's exactly What happened actually I, th- I didn't feel like I was in the room at all
4: Josh She never released it As a single I don't know why <laughs>
2: Well If only we knew Someone who knew Her on the panel So there you go Fi. There you yeah, go Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay right. To Darren Okay Now Fee mm. Loves the breeders A lot mm-hmm. So much so That when she had The chance To meet Kim Deal, She stole Kim Deal's Used cigarette butt
6: Yeah Or nah Well it's something You'd do <laughs> But
5: well, why do you say that? I just think I'm. I have mean, got some form. We haven't had
6: the the quite the history you and Sam have, but in no. the small amount of time I've known you,
1: I think that's. Oh, it's loved. Yeah, yeah. But that's
6: a good character trait. Well, I once stole a little bit, little scrap of Slim Dusty's um, school bag at a museum. Really? Mm. You, uh,
5: in, in a, a museum? museum. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I
4: think that is actually just a crime, that by the is way, Darren. A crime. I just. Oh, that wanna...
5: is... Edit that out, Josh, because I don't want Darren getting arrested. No, well, I,
6: I, I use it as a good luck charm and I put it in my wallet, just this tiny little little bit. Yeah, right. And, and then mum cleaned out my wallet oh. years later. I was like, where's that little bit of <gasps> um, cardboard?
0: Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank.
5: No, I do. I I'll do love Kim Deal, and I probably would be, you know. So what are you going to say, Darren? Had thought about I, will, taking anything of hers that I would like to believe it's, it's true DNA. again, and
6: I'd say I'd say yes. I'd say
2: you are correct. It was yeah. yes,
5: yeah. It's true. Wh- wh- I had seen her at a. Uh, I was very lucky to be at Northgate Social Club, which is a tiny venue and pretty much like this room here. Kim Deal was standing in front of me, and I was right there. So it, there was a lot of, you know. And it was years and I didn't think I'd ever get to see the Pixies in their their original format and there it was. So it was quite emotional and overwhelming. And then at the end, my mate and I were standing there kind of doing the, the post-gig post-mortem and he said, her cigarette butt's there. Do you want it? <laughs> and I was like, yes. Yes, I do. <laughs> so we sort of cased the, the stage and, and, um, and grabbed the cigarette butt
2: so you sure it was her? It awesome
5: wasn't Joey Santiago. Oh or? no, I've actually got what, what DNA. Well, <laughs> yes, cloned, I do have you've that, and I said one, if anything happens, yeah. yeah, if anything happens, then I, I can recreate her, uh, <laughs> which is mildly creepy. But what happened is I have a photo of her a with the cigarette because she doesn't smoke anymore. Uh-huh. So I have her in a photo with like as she's smoking, and I have a photo of the cigarette, but. Put out by her her runners by a converse, so I have that photo to go with the box that a local band made me a wooden box to um, mount. It's like your certificate of authenticity. Yeah, Yeah. so I have the photo and the and Kim Siggy.
2: If you ever Triple R should do a thing where you know how in the cricket they sell like. Two hundred copies of the, a bat that someone used. Triple R should do that with people's ciggies oh, in the backstage. Yeah. yeah, You can buy. There's a few people phosphorus. within the realms of Triple yeah.
5: R that have things like that. Like, yeah. you know, uh, James Young, who is now owner of Cherry Bar and Yaya's and whatever, he has a glass that uh, <laughs> that one of the Rolling Stones drank out of Keith, and it, it was at a press conference, and they saw it, and they waited, and then they took the glass. And Ooh. it is on a mantelpiece in a glass box Ooh. with his lip juice around the edge. My mum
2: has a plate that the Queen ate off in Bernie, which is now the dog's plate. So there you go.
1: Yeah. yeah. And I've
4: still got Jonathan Richmond's almond milk tetra pack yeah. too. Yeah,
1: yeah, well, there you go. Yeah. Tone, what Tone. do you
4: got? Oh, I'm not kidding you. It's not even in the same ball, but all I've got is like a signed T-shirt from Rodney Rood. <laughs> from his, um, he was on his Wrong Hole tour. And... Um, it's, it, my brother went up and got a t-shirt signed. It says, Dear Sam, rim me, <laughs> Rodney Rude." <Rood. laughs> Not really the same, but you know, that's all I got. Well, Time. there
2: goes our next question. No, okay, here we go. <laughs> to Fee. Now, Sam's first <laughs> kiss was with a girl called Fiona Fang. One night, after an appearance on Have You Been Paying Attention, Sam got a tweet from Fiona saying that even though she's married now, she still thinks of Sam a lot.
5: Sam favoured the tweet, but didn't actually reply. Yeah or nah? <laughs> I know that he definitely smooched Fiona Fang because I would, um, I enjoyed thinking of if they got married, whether she would hyphenate to a Fang Pang or a Pang <laughs> <laughs> Um So that, that, that was something that went on for a while. So I know that they, they did something like that. But the, the tweet, I don't think that happened. Because I I think that there was a moment in time where we might have somewhat stalked, cyber stalked her to see if we could find her to find out the answer whether she would hyphenate, which is incredibly important.
4: So I'm going to say we were battling for material that morning, weren't we on the radio? (laughs) Um,
5: I'm going to say I'm going to say no. You are. Correct, it was nah, yes. Uh, yeah, nah. The Fiona Fang,
4: Fang. bit's true though, Josh, isn't it? That Yep. Isn't it?
2: That is true, yes, and first kiss, Fiona Fang, yes.
4: So have you been paying attention a bit? By the way, if you didn't know, have you been paying attention to show on <laughs> Channel 10? Um, you'll have to forgive me if I'm a little bit nervous. Obviously, I'm not used to being in front of this many people, Josh. Um,
1: yeah.
2: I know what it's like having done Speaks and Specs. This is great, <laughs> this, is, this is great. Okay, our final question now to Sam. Tony here made his television debut on the Gillies Report as the character Man in Bad Suit. After filming it, he asked the wardrobe if he could keep the suit. They thought it was as a memento, but the real reason was he didn't actually own a suit and he didn't think it was that bad. Yeah or nah?
4: And am I allowed to ask questions? You can ask him
2: questions, yes.
4: What's Max Gillies like, Tony? <laughs> You've uh, met him.
3: He's the man of a thousand faces. <laughs>
4: Yeah. (laughs) Okay. And um, what was the first suit you ever owned? What was it? it? Uh, I had to uh, buy a brown
3: suit when I was 14 because my cousin was getting married and I had to be his best man because no one in his town would wear a suit (laughs) because suits were for poofs. that is true. That town, Tikawiti, New Zealand. Sharing capital of the world.
4: I don't think... That is true. I don't think his first uh, TV performance was what? Man in a bag.
2: Man in a bad suit. Man in a bad suit.
3: Yeah. That is actually true. That part, I was man in bad suit. But, but was it, you... it? wasn't in the Gillies report. It was in the Gillies Republic, which oh. is uh, uh, for. Hey, for,
4: Josh, can know, I just, we... I'm going to say nah. I'm just going to quickly come and say nah for a point. Tone, continue.
2: <laughs> you are correct. Yes, it was nah. But Tony, please continue with. This. No, if, you,
3: if you've never seen the Gillies Republic, it is to get uh, the Gillies report. What Greece two was to Greece one. <laughs>
5: was it Countdown Revolution to it the, was countdown? the Countdown? Oh. <laughs> Terrible.
2: Uh, okay, at the end of Yeah, Nah, Yeah, the scores are Tony on two points, Darren on three points, Fee on six points, and still in the lead on six points as well is Sam Pang, yes. Right.
4: Popular leader, thank you very much.
2: <laughs> <laughs> our last game, our last game is called Hoo 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 Hoo, and this round... You got to... Are you having a stroke? No, it's, it's, it's like the Who hoo hoo hoo. Who Who who? are you? Who, 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 who? Oh, okay, got It's not our reference. All right. Okay, here we go. Here we go. So in this round, there are rapid fire questions. All the answers are one of you. You get a point if you get it right. You get a point off if you get it wrong. It's the only round you actually lose points in. You cannot buzz for your own, so get your poker faces on as well. So (laughs) once again, your names are your buzzers. So here is our first question. Which of you owns a train carriage? Who owns a train carriage? Fee. Yes, Fee. Darren Hanlon. Darren Hanlon does own a train carriage. How do you own a train carriage?
6: Gumtree. (laughs) (laughs) But he's not joking. Well, we are just at the pub and my friend Steph Hughes, who's an expert at Gumtree, she's really good at it, um, she said, I found a train carriage and it's in Queensland, right near your parents' farm. So I rang up at the pub and said, um, oh, I'm interested. Because he spelt carriage wrong. (laughs) With and
1: a K or just... <laughs>
6: uh, I can't remember, I'm, I'm a bad speller. But he said, mate, I never thought I'd uh, I'd sell this. You're the first caller. It's been up there for six months. So I was able to talk him down quite a bit. Yeah. And it came... It's it's actually a, a carriage that was used in um, the Ned Kelly with Mick Jagger. Oh. And it came with a poster.
2: In, in the Mick Jagger He didn't grow a moustache in no. that one? No, because... The director wanted his lips to be seen because that oh, was the big right. selling point. So yeah, yeah, he didn't have a beard. Yeah, he just had the Amish beard. Yeah, it
1: was yeah. great, yeah. <laughs> And how,
2: how did you tone.
0: get it
6: to your house? A truck, oh, okay. yeah.
2: And so what is it now? Just a storage room?
6: No, it's... Is uh, it one of those things where I'm you're... I'm going up the there like... next week to, to work on it. Oh, I I've, okay. I've built train tracks that yeah. it can... Yeah.
2: If that was me, my mum and dad would be going... Josh, come and get this train. Like, I've, got some, <laughs> I've got some teaching notes in a top cupboard that is driving them mental. Like, it's been there for like 12 years and they're still like, when are you going to pick them up? I'm like, just chuck them out. and like, No, that was your uni. That was your uni stuff. You might need it one day. And I'm ah. like, probably will. Anyway, our next question. Who did a four-week calligraphy course last
5: year? Who did a four-week calligraphy course?
3: Tony. Yes, Tony. Is it Fee?
2: No, it is Sam Pang.
5: Really? He's got Sam Pang has very good penmanship. Ah, oh, stop say. it,
4: please! Stop it, please! You're embarrassing me.
5: <laughs> I, I was going to buzz in before. Well, but, well, you didn't. But Tony beat and, me uh, to it. Yeah. What, why did you want to learn
2: it? You writing wedding invitations, or
4: <laughs> I just wanted to get out of the house for, for four weeks. But <laughs> like the um, no, I just i uh, yeah penmanship is important to me, Josh. And uh, a calligraphy course was given to me as a present. I requested it, and um, yeah, for four weeks I got to go. You know, one of those CAE um, yeah. courses, and I went in and did a calligraphy, calligraphy course and learnt uh, like this was with you know ink and uh, a nib, the nib, yeah. And uh, and then um, we that's le- week five Gothic, yeah, Gothic, <laughs> Gothic, and italic uh, for um, two weeks each. And thank you, sans st- serif.
2: I serif, what's your what's your favourite? Is it you do with the serif? Or actually, well, Tony,
1: you've
4: you've something you should do because that's your actually your background. With yeah, well, uh, Kearns?
3: I did, t- yes, I, did typogra- <laughs> I was a typographer yeah. originally, but I'm, I'm saying after this, make sure you ask Sam Pang for his autograph. <laughs> it takes about seven minutes.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: so many curlicues. Okay, yeah. question three.
2: Whose teacher chaperoned them to a pretender's gig? Whose teacher chaperoned them to a pretender's gig? Sam. Yes, Sam.
4: Pretender's. I'm going to say Darren.
2: It was Phoebe Squared,
5: yes. Yes,
2: whatever that is true yeah
5: <laughs> i won the tickets on 3xy <laughs> hot Thank hits and, and somebody around my vintage no friends wanted uh, to i not well i was only in year 7 and my parents not really gig goers so i asked this super cool teacher that i had at school who introduced me to a lot of music she was like um she ...you know, she had the really short shaved hair... ...she went to Bali for holidays... ...she wore overalls... ...she had multiple piercings... ...she was fucking cool... ...and um, she also drove a Moke... ...and because her name was Joe... ...everybody called her Moke and Joe... ...and uh, she also had a sticker on the back of her um, Moke... Because back then it was, um, smoking is not a health hazard. And that was a logo for yeah. smokers. And, yeah. and she had on the back, moking is not a wealth hazard on, on, a, on a bumper sticker. I wanted to have, if this is a moking, don't come a no-king. A no-king, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But she was awesome, yeah. So I took her with me.
2: Okay, next question. Who has appeared on stage with Carrie Fisher? Who's appeared on stage with Carrie Fisher?
5: Fee. Yes, Fee. Sam Pang. Sam Pang has yeah. appeared on stage with Carrie
2: Fisher. What, did you do a two-person show no
4: one person show wishful drinking was her the name of her show in new york and there was a bit of crowd participation which i didn't put my hand up for (laughs) and she picked me out and i ended up on stage with her and i cannot even remember josh what we did on stage all i remember is it was the end of the first act this is on broadway on broadway yeah where else, Tom?
3: Not just, the, not just um, down at Dracula's.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
3: it was the pancake parlour in Doncaster.
4: And open, open 24 hours. <laughs> exactly. She loved that, Josh. And then uh, we it, it finished the first act and we got ushered off. Yeah, you know, we walked off stage together for a quick photo and then her assistant took my email. We we're going to send her the photo. Didn't send the photo. Never saw never, it. Like, it can't actually be proven other than I've got this ridiculous thing she signed on stage. That I and it was like, uh, what is those penis pokey books? Don't pretend you don't know. For you, um. Anyway, I've got something signed with her. That I have no idea what it is. And then, Tone, you reunited us on on yeah, a well, quiet word. How many
3: years later was that? That was oh three or four. About years? three years later, I was interviewing. Carrie Fisher for the show Quiet Word, and I thought this will be funny. I'll, I'll introduce, I'll bring Sam Pang out, and they can be reunited. Yeah. And I did that, and, and she I, had no idea who the she fuck I, knew I was. Somebody coming to assassinate her <laughs> <laughs> You can see her literally backing. Yeah, her. No,
4: and also you made me bring her flowers. You know, yeah, I had flowers. So she, look, as I was walking towards her, all I could think about was in Terminator Two. When Arnie has got the roses and he's concealing the gun to save Edward Furlong from the new Terminator, that's what it looked like. Like I was dropping the flowers and i just pull out a pump sh- pump cage and just pump a few into her. But um, Tone, Tone didn't want that as an ending for his show. Fine,
2: that's all. Whatever. Okay, our next question. Who says that this is their 100th appearance on a podcast? Who's appeared on 100 podcasts? Beep. Yes, Darren. Um, can I say Fee? No, it's not Fee. It's Tony Martin. Yes! yes! Oh. It's
3: my 100th guest on a podcast. So we should have had a banner, yes. And the f- 97th time I've referred to the Gillies Republic as the Grease 2. <laughs>
2: <laughs> What's the song you always refer to on any, on any, any panel show? Shoop, shoop, diddy-wop, come and come away. There we
4: go. We got it in. Okay. <laughs> Josh, I know we're running out of time, but do you know this yes. man rang me during the week? And, you know, you know, the biggest concern he had coming into tonight... What was that? ..was whether he would re- be repeating stories that he's told on other podcasts. <laughs> that was his big concern. You do, because
3: you just get... I tw- constantly yeah. get tweets for people going, well, well, you actually mentioned Stephen Sagals out for justice <laughs> on uh, I Love Green Guide Letters on May 15th, 2009. I just think, really, you're recycling. Well, <laughs> so You get a lot of that.
2: Question nine. Who got shot at on a bus in America? who got shot at on a bus in America? Sam. Yes, Sam.
4: I think that's Darren.
2: That is Darren Hanlon. It's true. Yes.
6: <laughs> Six bullets, one Survive. bus. He survived to tell the tale. Everyone survived. No one was hurt. We'll it you. was scary. It was pretty scary. Well, but, but it was it was a mega bus, which is um, the rival for Greyhound. Yep. And I actually thought it might have been a Greyhound stunt <laughs> just for, for the publicity. <laughs> but uh, unfortunately, they, they worked out that it was a guy that had booked, but had missed the bus, and he was just angry. But the problem was with Megabus, you got to book online.
1: that's what we all do. Yeah. you got to book online, th- so
4: they had his name straight
1: what away. is it Yosemite no, <laughs> Sam?
4: I thought it was just someone who didn't like your new album, mate.
1: <laughs>
2: and our last question, who once had a job as an aerobics instructor? Who once had a job as an aerobics instructor? Everyone's looking at each other, going, who did this? Tony. Sam (laughs) Pang. No, it was not Sam Pang. It was Phoebe Squared. And now, to end the show, she's going to do some for us. No, she's not,
5: Yeah, I wouldn't have thought so. When when was this, Phoebe? A a long time ago. And I finished the aerobics course. I actually did very well. I got 99%. Uh, (laughs) Thank you. No, thank you. (laughs) And um, then I was supposed to do 40 hours on job sort of training to, to get your fully, like, your aerobics wings. Yep. <laughs> and I didn't do it. <laughs> um, I just thought, nah, fuck that.
2: You just so. grapevined right out of there. And I just, just yeah, great.
5: took my tush the hell out of there on a step and uh, that was that.
2: Okay. Now, the, thank you all for playing. Now, we have the scores here. Now, on one point throughout the entire game, we have Tony Martin. Yes! Well done. Yes. <laughs> On two points, we have Darren Hadlin.
3: Yes.
2: And the entire game, it was neck and neck, but in the end, there was a clear winner. On seven points, we have Sam Pang, and our winner is Phoebe Squared. Thank you. Very much for coming out uh, to uh, see Don't You Know Who I Am, the podcast. Uh, now, this is uh, raising money for Red Kite, uh, which is a music therapy uh, program. So, there's going to be a, a bucket at the door, a jug. If you've got some uh, um, coins, notes, whatever, put it in there, and all the money's going to go to them. But to close the show tonight, uh, to perform a song off his brand new album, uh, Where Did I Come From? No, where do you come from? Where did you come from? Where did you come from? Yeah, sorry, not where did I come That was the book from the 80s that taught me about sex. sex uh, yeah. <laughs> Performing a song all about that bus trip. Can you please make him feel very, very welcome? It's
3: Darren Hanlon. Round
2: of applause for these guys, please. Yes.
3: And while they're setting the mics up, uh, Sam Pang will entertain us with some calligraphy. (laughs) About
6: time. I was far from home and lost and lonely. Namelessly bouncing around Spent too much time and money In this little Georgia town But nothing lights a fire Just like running out of cash will I had enough to buy A one-way ticket back to Nashville To a bed I know Owned by a friend who's learned it the hard way You invite me in for coffee I'll unpack my bag and stay Just like poor Blanche Dubois, I've also come to put my faith in Charity of strangers and honest transportation So I find myself aboard this silver bullet budget bus With that creepy guy in sunglasses down the back looking sus And that old woman with her belongings in a busted plastic bag And all the nicotine devotees marking time to take a drag We'd only just left Chattanooga town, and I thought it prudent To sit beside this young and wholesome graduating college student She was pondering where best to go to do her PhD She said she had two options, Australia or Italy I said, well, that's a no-brainer, better come study with us And that's about the time we both heard something hit the bus Counted six loud popping thuds that came in quick succession. They went. Well, that's my impression. I innocently thought it kids just throwing rocks for fun. But that guy sat up the back, yelled, then be shots fired from a gun. Then everyone stopped talking. We all looked at each other, not knowing if to ride ourselves a wheel or duck for cover. Then underneath a small explosion The engine gave a hellish roar Like when the stick slips out of gear And your foot's flat to the floor Then the bus lost all control And started swerving across the freeway Just missed the concrete barrier With about two metres leeway I was seeing gruesome shots They'd used for the morning edition When someone behind me moaned And we assumed the crash position Oh my god, I did not know That this was how I was meant to go, I said. Oh my God, please save my neck. Don't want to die in this burning wreck. But the driver kept her nerve, for she had all our souls to save. She stopped short on the verge of what might have been our grave. Now everybody's thrilled as if they've just been in the movies They're calling up their family saying, guess what just happened to me? Within ten minutes flat, soon as you heard the sirens wail We're hemmed all around by squad cars flashing like Boxing Day Sale Officer Friendly got on board, took out his pad to take some names Padding the heads of children And flirting with the dames he said Tell me now if any of you've come to any harm He had John chapter 3, 17 tattooed along his arm He said you can go stretch your legs now You might be sitting for some time So I jumped off with the smokers And from there surveyed the crime Well the first shot, it glazed off the flank The second barely missed the tank The third shot went right through and lodged into the toilet door The fourth shot pierced the luggage lock The fifth shot struck the engine block Then the sixth shot popped the tyre And then it shredded to the core After a while, little bits of the story filtered through The shooter had been local And the cops, they now knew who He was supposed to join the bus back at the Chattanooga station he was late to try to wave the driver down, but she's impatient. She's bent to her position and a timetable to honour. So he tailed us to the freeway and let the bullets rain upon her. Oh my God, how close we come to marching toward the kingdom drum, I say. Oh my God, how close we've been to staring down eternity. When the last cop pulled away, we had been stuck out there for hours It didn't take too long till the collective mood its hours See my student friend, she's wailing that she's now gonna be late She's gonna have to call ahead and cancel tonight's date I said, "Feel lucky you're not dead, you're really giving me the blues The next day safe in Nashville, it didn't even make the news Cos in the history of America, it was just another day Now I made it to that warm bed, in there all day I'll stay And if you ever find yourself riding the bus round Chattanooga Keep your eyes open for pockets with an outline like a Luga. Cos what worries me the most is that it's difficult to tell If you should fear those who have missed the bus or them who's punctual <laughs> Thank you.
2: Thank you, Dan Harris. Thank you, all our guests. Thank you guys for coming along. Uh, next week, we have the guests Sam Simmons, Tom Ballard, Deanne Smith and Dave Callen are all going to be here, so please come back for that. And I'll see you next time. Yay, thank you.